On this episode of Sandlot Sports, we discuss the current NBA playoffs and what it means for some of the teams, specifically the Utah Jazz, the Miami Heat, and the Phoenix Suns. Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capperson. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Please stop comparing John Morant to Allen Iverson. Not yet. Okay, BG, I'll get to you in a second. Who the fuck is doing that? <laughs> <laughs> on, on Facebook, um, there's, uh, I, I won't say the person's name, but in my friend's uh, list, I'll, I'll tell you guys off air, but there was people who are comparing John Rent to Allen Iverson saying that John Rent is better than Allen Iverson. Crazy thing. I'll see you screenshots. Crazy three inches, three inches taller than Allen Iverson, at least. Yeah. Possibly four or five inches taller. So I, right. I, have, I have to do my host duties. That other voice you hear is BJ Thomas. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I need no introduction. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, I'm like, guys, like, John Morant is, is solid. I have a feeling that he's on his way to be a Hall of Famer. But I, I, I'm not ready to compare him to Allen Iverson. Two different players. Yeah. Two different players. I, I, I feel like the people that are saying that, that Jaw is better than Allen Iverson are the same people that are saying that uh, Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback of all time. Like, guys, <laughs> just pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah. Oh, these are the same people who play pickup ball with BJ. I'll just say that. So that should narrow you down to the people they could be. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> those those guys i tell you those two guys i tell you boy (laughs) make me run all over the court for no damn reason i'm open i don't care (laughs) so yeah i had had to get that off my chest i'm like guys what are you talking about right now like it's it's not even close and then they were saying that you know um one one person claimed that John Morant uh, can, can can get to the hole um, a lot easier than Allen Iverson. He's bigger, of course, right. of course. Yes, it's much easier for him. Yes. he's a different monster. Shaquille O'Neal can get to the hole better than Allen Iverson. Shocker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, right? But but the thing that gets me is this, and I'll, I'll say this. So it's like. The thing is, the Grizzlies actually are a better team without John Morant. Yeah. They play better. The Sixers, we talked about this, I think, last segment. Without Allen Iverson, there is no offense. No. <laughs> no. There's no nothing. There's nothing. Well, well let's be honest, because they've never run the offense without Allen dominating the ball. So they'd be like, what, what do we do with it? I mean, it's a, like, just like saw- Ricky Bob, Ricky Bobby in his interview, I'm not sure what to do with my hands. Like. <laughs> We saw this in the NFL when Peyton Manning went out on the Colts, the yeah. year where he was out and before they drafted Luck. Like yeah. what that offense, what that offense yeah. became. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I yep. forgot exactly. who was the quarterback. Who was the backup Curtis quarterback? Curtis Painter. Purdue. There it is. Purdue. Yeah. <laughs> he he was uh, after Chase Daniels. Chase Daniels was at Missouri. Oh, that's one of those garbage. He was after Kyle. (laughs) Kyle or BJ. There you go. They're in the SEC now. Yeah. in the SEC now. Yeah, I know. They're the homecoming game. They're going to replace Vanderbilt. (laughs) Now, funny thing about Kyle Orton is that he was, if y'all remember right, he was in contention for the Heisman Trophy for one year. 
That's right. Really? And then I'm not he, sure if I remember that. he had a horrible game. I want to say it was against Ohio State, but I could be wrong. He threw a couple of interceptions. They were still in it, and then he fumbled it off his knee. And then from there, his season went to shit. His career. He's been <laughs> mocked. He's been mocked his entire career. <laughs> he was the best thing that happened to the Bears in a long time, and he was mocked for that. Well, because it's the Bears. So yeah, 2004, he played, he was at Purdue. Um, it was Wisconsin that he had the bad game on. And they were number five in the nation when, when they, he went into that game. And they lost 20 to 17. Man. Yep. That's, and that's it, so, that is so harsh to be judged by like two plays on your, your entire season comes down to these two plays. They're like, give me that trophy. <laughs> you, will, you don't deserve it. The, the Wikipedia article for this is, in a wild game between, between two ranked opponents in West Lafayette, the Badgers handed number five Purdue its first loss of the season. And the fourth quarter Boilermaker Color Orton fumbled the ball, and Badgers you know, DB Scott Starks returned the fumble for a go-ahead score. It is now known as the fumble in Purdue lore. The fumble. <laughs> son, son of a bitch. <laughs> See? And then your whole career is, is uh, marred by that incident. See, I mean, like he was—he was disrespected. He had some really good years for the Broncos. He, not really good. He had some good years for the Broncos. He had at least one or two good years for the Bears. Yeah, the the thing with Orton and the the thing with a lot of quarterbacks is that they don't have to be great. Orton was never great. He he could be consistently good. Now he was serviceable. Yeah, if you build a team around a serviceable serviceable quarterback pay them decently and build the team up around them. You can do well. Right. Yes. I'm reading here and BJ, I don't know. I'm sure you knew this, but apparently before Romo took over, it was Kyle Orton, John Kitna, and Tony Romo vying for the starting role for the Cowboys. I'm reading. And Kitna had a couple of games to where he, he threw his name in the, in the ring there. Yeah. Yeah. The, the season before. Kitna was one of those quarterbacks that every so often he would sneak up on you. Mm-hmm. Kitna, Kitna was Ryan Fitzpatrick before Ryan Fitzpatrick was Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I agree. He was. <laughs> now, now, do you guys remember who John Kitna replaced in Cincinnati? Jeff Blake. Jeff Blake. Yeah. Oh, shit, I knew that. Shit, the, you know, yeah. the, the quarterback that could throw a beautiful 70-yard bomb but couldn't complete no a seven-yard pass. To no one. <laughs> It, it just go downfield flying beautifully, tight spiral all the way down there. 70, 75 yards to no one. <laughs> to the grass. <laughs> I think he's from, I think Jeff Blake is from Sanford. I'm Oregon. Thinking. Oh, he, I'm pretty sure he played at Oregon. Well, let's look it up. Our, I'm going to contact our research department. Contact Wikipedia. <laughs> Jeff Blake. Went to no, he did not play in Oregon. By the way, oh. um, he did play in, in the Central Florida area, but it wasn't Sanford. Oh, what was it? Daytona. Oh, okay, I know somewhere. Where do you go to college? East Carolina. Okay, actually, I take that back. He's from Daytona. He did. He played at, at Seminole High. You were you were right. Okay. Yeah, I think I've got quarterbacks and shitty Ohio teams and Achilles Smith all wrapped up in <laughs> and, it, and it became Jeff Blake. I think that's what I did. <laughs> that's what I did. Sorry, Jeff Blake. 
<laughs> You're no Achilles Smith. Okay. Sure. I, I promise <laughs> I did not plan this. Blake was signed with the Chicago Bears before the 2005 NFL season to replace backup quarterback Chad Hutchinson. Following the injury to the Bears starting quarterback, Rex Grossman, Coach Levy Smith opted to select rookie Kyle Orton. There we go. To fill the spot. There we go. We did it full circle, guys. Somebody write this shit down. Somebody take notes so we can celebrate this day next year. For the first time in our history, we had a complete circle unplanned segue. Amazing. Amazing. Jeez. Um, it almost made my brain hurt when all those things connected. The neurons fired. It's like, oh, I see it now. Um, so we, we actually do have um, games going on, not in the NFL. We have in, uh, NBA games going on. Behind us. Behind us, yeah. I'm, well, actually, to my, to my right, I'm watching it yeah. on, on the other monitor. Um, I would say probably the best game that, of the weekend was that, that Boston-Brooklyn game. Oh, yeah. How smooth was Jason Tatum on that catch, oh, yeah. spin, and layup? Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was like a – that was musical. <clears throat> it was poetic. It was just a beautiful thing to watch, how smooth he cut, caught the ball, spun around, and just left it right at the rim. And right. what, what was even nicer about it, not only was the shot just beautiful and it was very fluid, the whole sequence was fluid. Mm-hmm. Remember, you know, they, they forced Durant to a bad yeah. shot, got the rebound, did not call a timeout, went down there, knew what they had to do, knew how much time they had, and found the best shot. Yeah. I believe they penetrated, kicked out to the three-point line. The three-point shooter saw Tatum cut on the backside. Yeah. And hit him with a nice pass. It was, now, a, it was a nice play. Do you remember who passed up that three-point shot? Oh, no, I, didn't, I don't remember who got the ball. I just remember the pass. The defensive yeah. player of the year. Oh. oh, look at that. I'm glad he got that. He deserves it. Yeah, yeah. He is, He's a pain in the ass in every basketball game he's ever played in. Absolutely. He's that guy that will make you be like, no, I got shit to do. I got to go home. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I can't play tonight, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. When's Marcus not going to be there? I'll, I'll play then. Yeah. Right. I like to score occasionally. You know what? Um, I wonder if the Sixer franchise, if they can go back to 2017 to redraft to get Tatum overall to the Markel Fultz. I'm sure they would. Because I don't know. I the owner, it, it, at, like, the time, at the time, you wouldn't have done that. At the you time, sure though? You know, no, Markel no, had a great year at Washington, if I remember correctly. I remember thinking, Markel can't shoot. Tatum can. Yeah. Yeah, but look, he was a scorer. He wouldn't necessarily, he's not a shooter. He could, he would put up points, get buckets. So he could kind of mask that a little bit. He does have an offensive game. He's just not a great shooter. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and the, the problem is, is that that does not fit in Philly. Mm-hmm. Well, it would have with Embiid had he been healthy when he got there. I mean, there's a lot of ifs in this situation. Markel coming mm-hmm. in and getting injured. We don't know if he could have progressed as a shooter. It's, it, not everybody's Ben Simmons. You right. know what I mean? Like, just, just because he's not a shooter a senior year, you look back, was he better shooter than he was a sophomore and junior year? Then there's hope. Was he really hurt? I mean, I know that's always been the question with Markel. I'm pretty sure he had shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought he had shoulder. Let me look it up. But I'm pretty sure I know he had, he had shoulder a, surgery a, a shoulder and, and then had nerve and then had nerve damage in the shoulder. Yeah, because he had, from what I remember, he had a shoulder something, mm-hmm. and it was rest would fix it. 
thoracic outlet syndrome. Yeah. Just because we haven't heard about it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Right. Well, according to Dorian, that's not how it works. But that was my <laughs> <laughs> He's a Jaguars fan. What the fuck you want from him? Whatever. <laughs> this ailment, often untraceable even by MRI, is the cause of Fultz's inability to shoot a basketball properly from any distance. And I think that's kind of where the question was, was he really hurt or not? Because it's undetectable. It just mm. happens. Man. Also, too, the Lakers had a chance to get Jason Tatum as well, but they chose Lonzo Ball. Well, and and let's look at that. Lonzo could be good. Lamelo could be good. Mm-hmm. Angelo, whatever the the third brother is, he's he's yeah. not um, in the right situation. And had Lonzo stayed in L.A. without LeBron, probably could have been good. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So what you're saying is that when you play with LeBron, he's, he can potentially stunt your growth. Yes, 100%. Stunt? He retarded Kevin Love. He <laughs> retarded him. I've been nice about it. Okay. No, stunt your growth. He re- he made, that man reverted. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. He will stunt your growth. He will revert you back to you know, a negative talent. If he keeps you on the team, LeBron turns everybody on his team into role players. He's the puppet. He's the puppet master, and like so, he retards growth. It's it's one thing to stop it and be like, you will not be this taller, and it's another thing to be like, I need you to be shorter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing with Jordan. Jordan, you know, had a bunch of role players, but he also had Pippen. He also had mm-hmm. Horace. You know, but. I, Pippen didn't have to sacri- sacrifice no. himself despite Jordan. Excuse me. That's true. He didn't have to sacrifice himself despite Jordan. If Pippen was going off, Pip went off. Yeah. Right. If Horace Grant right. was hitting jump shots to the top of the key, they'd get him the ball. Right. Like everybody forgets that if Michael Jordan could do it, he would do it with the team. But right. when it was time to do something, Mike was the one to step up and be like, this is mine. I got right. this. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, so, and the good players I, do that. Absolutely. Right. The great players do that. There's a right, lot of good players sure. that do not do that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Just a different breed, guys. Yeah. So, who, who's like that nowadays? I mean, obviously, no one's got Mike's game, but who's got Mike's leadership or close to leadership? Mm. I'll tell you, Steph Curry's kept that team together for a long time. Yeah. And I know he's had help. But he's yeah. still the focal point of that team. Yeah. And he's kept like a, you know, Dray- Draymond will go off the rails occasionally. He's kept Draymond there. Mm-hmm. Clay seems a little flighty mentally. Like he just seems like a goofy dude. <laughs> Jackie Do- doesn't he? Yeah. Like, doesn't he? Like, kind of. Like, he's just <laughs> a goofy dude. So, I mean, he's kept some personalities together mm-hmm. and uh, he'll, pay, he'll give the ball up. But when it's yeah. time to do something, stuff's going to take that shot. And tell you what, though, know. they've turned Jordan Poole into the player that he really could have been. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. Pool was good he's at Michigan. All the difference. He's, but Beeline could never get this out of him. Well, he, he's yeah. made all the difference in that team. Absolutely. He allowed, he allowed Clay to sit out much longer than he would normally be able to. Yep. Right. So, my question to you guys is when contracts come up, Jordan Poole, he's going to oh. be a hot commodity. Somebody's got to go. Yeah. 
unless the ownership bites the bullet and pays luxury tax. I mean, yeah. there's well, always they, that possibility. They did it with KD. Yeah. And people, people that win championships don't care because they're going to be on national TV all next year. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to sell merchandise. Right. Bandwagon fans are, fans are going to flock to the team. So, like, they don't mm-hmm. care. If the, the Warriors are a popular enough franchise, if they can get in the finals consistently, they'll pay the luxury tax and should. Yeah. And see, yeah. that's the difference. The NFL is a hard cap league. You right. know, you talk about contracts is up. It's a hard decision. Mm-hmm. And the NBA, it's not as hard. And PJ, you're 100% right. They can get that return on the luxury tax, on jersey sales, on TV rights. Because let's not forget that Curry, his jersey is going to sell. Clay, his jersey is going to sell. Draymond, Mm -hmm. his jersey is probably going to be slighted a little bit. But now you bring in Poole, that's just, it's an extra revenue stream. We haven't even seen James Wiseman yet. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have not. We, have we even seen a half a season of this man playing basketball? Oh, and let's not forget Kaminga. That's yeah. right, man. They have so much trade bait. Sure do. So much trade. So if they see somebody coming in a draft, they can shed any one of those guys for a first round pick. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And that's saying that they are set up for the future. It's not like a LeBron leaves and the Cavs just sink. You know, mm-hmm. if Draymond doesn't get his money or completely, completely flakes out and kicks somebody else in the nuts, <laughs> they've got somebody that come up. Yeah. I think Why? Draymond knows what he has in Golden State. So oh, yeah. I, I can see him trying to be there as long as he can, even One, retired. 100% if Draymond was on any other team, he would be out of the league by now. Yeah. Wiseman's entire career consists of 27 NBA games. Wow. Okay, would you rather have Wiseman or would you rather have Zion? Um, That's a good question. <laughs> stuck, stuck in the same boat right now. Yeah. I, why are they trying to keep him off the floor? I just don't see it. If this man can out here do between, between the leg windmills, why are we trying to keep him off the floor? <clears throat> I mean, Are they I, worried I, that he's still too heavy and he's going to blow both his feet out next time he dunks? All right. Are, are they worried? Are they thinking he'll be just Embiid, and once he's finally completely healthy, that he'll be great? Bring a doctor on the show, but I've feet are not the best engineered thing on the human body. Yeah, like they will collapse. The arches will collapse. Like mm-hmm. we're meant to be walking in grass, not doing all this stuff. So, like, yeah, I don't trust a two hundred and eighty-five pound man. Allegedly, like mm-hmm. that's allegedly. So you go like wide yeah, I just don't trust those feet. Yeah. Well, and, and my other question is, has Zion been the same since he blew out his shoe? You're saying he doesn't trust shoes? I'm saying that he hurt his ankle more than he let on. I just had a nasty thought, though. Mm-hmm. I never really even potentially thought of not trusting a shoe in a basketball game. Never had that problem. Yeah. Always trusting my shoes. Yeah. Could you imagine that thought creeping into your head for a couple of games, though? I mean, you're you're out there for what was it? Not, not even nine minutes, right? And the whole shoe blew out. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah, man's feet, man's feet need science. Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't imagine. Yeah, because after that happened, I would be paranoid. Like, okay, like this is, you know, one pair of shoe, like. Is this going to happen to and any it was other his, players? And it was his shoe color. from Nike. Mm-hmm. From Nike. Right. 
wasn't like a big baller brand shoe. It was a Nike shoe. They should have been like, put some titanium on the outsoles of those things. Like, help him out. Yeah. He's going to need it. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, aside from the Boston-Brooklyn series, is there another series that you guys are really looking at? Mm. I've been waiting on the Boston-Brooklyn thing because of Kyrie going back to Boston and playing in that environment. Me personally, I like the Timberwolves Grizzlies. They're both young teams. And I can yeah. see this potentially going six, seven games. Yeah, yeah I, I like that series also. Especially with yeah. Minnesota stealing game one. I know. <laughs> Dude, that Anthony Edwards, that is a man. Yeah. Like, I was looking at I'm like, this kid looks like he's been playing in the league for like some years. I was I was just about to say, <laughs> I have a question. Is this man uh-huh. legit? Like, is he is he another superstar? He's definitely foreman. He's he's yeah. definitely coming into, I mean, into shape. Yeah. And is he going to just play three or four more years in Minnesota and then buck and win a championship in Boston like, like KG did or something? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I think it depends on how well he plays with Cat. Right. Because he, because he seems to get along with Cat just fine. Look, yeah. look, that man can play his way past Cat. Like, don't think that can't happen. Yeah. Right. He can right. become more important to that franchise than Cat because he can. Cat's Cat's a good basketball player, but I'm not sure he's on the level that Anthony Edwards could be. Well, and the thing yeah. about it, Cat Cat's never won a playoff series, and with Anthony no. Edwards on the team, they look like legitimate. They they could win one or two playoff series. Yeah, yeah. That's why if the Grizzlies not careful, man, they can sneak another. They can sneak another game. Especially at you know playing in Memphis. If 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 Memphis goes down 0-2, I think going into the Target Center, that's going to give the Timberwolves a lot of momentum. Because think about it, they're playing with house money. People already expect them to lose anyway, so it's like, oh, we're up 2-0, are we going back home? Oh, I, I'm going to say this right now. I, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll bet a thing the wings whenever we get back together. Minnesota's winning Game Three of this series, regardless of what happens tonight. The energy that. that that building is going to have. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't care how many dunks Jaw has. Minnesota's winning game three. I can totally see that. I'm, I'm looking at Kat's stats. Let me just ask you something here. Mm-hmm. 23 points, 11 rebounds for his career. And it, he's a center, am I correct? A 4-5? A yeah. Yeah, definitely 4-5. I don't know if he's a okay. traditional center. He mm-hmm. averages 1.4 blocks a game, which I think is crazy because for his regular season, he averages 1.1. For his postseason, he averages 1.0, but he manages, averages 1.4 for his career. I'm confused. Mm. Anyway, you, you got a point to this? Yeah, I don't think he's a very good defensive player. No, no. he's A cat's never been known for, for his defense. No. Even, even when he was at Kentucky – um, they played him with uh, Willie Cauley Stein because Willie was the blocker. He was the defensive person. Yeah, Chad averaged two blocks a game at Kentucky. That's college. Yeah, because I mean he's he's a big dude. Was he six? Yeah, that, that's college. He was playing against yeah. six six centers. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I've got his stats up now. So his best year blocks considering mm-hmm. is one point seven blocks a game with his rookie season. I just feel like now that. Anthony Edwards is on the team that Cat's going to have to rotate over and play more defense instead of being such a focal point in the offense. 
Yeah. That's fair. And that's where I was going with that is that things are going to have to change. And is Cat going to accept that? And will the franchise view Edwards as a better investment than Cat? Oh, Edwards is definitely mm-hmm. a better investment than Cat. Now, so who, can, so now who's, are who's they really complimentary? Got the power? Well, who's got the power is what I'm saying. Yeah. Who's, who's the one that says, hey, like, I don't know. I think I should be the focal point of the offense and we need better defense. You think Cat's going to be cool with that after being there for so long? How many years? A couple of years? Yeah. Mm. Well, see, and here's, the, here's the thing with Cat is he's a different Cat, no pun intended. <laughs> he, he, he's just, he's wired differently. You know, yeah. he, yeah, and, and so I, I'm not think in a he, bad way. No, just odd. no, he, he's just, just he's just different. Yeah. And so yeah. And I, I think the way the city rounded around him when he lost his mother, and I think he lost another family member to COVID too. He did. Um, I think he truly wants to stay there and I can see him taking a pay cut, you know, not, not so much a pay cut, but not maxing out his contract. Yeah. I see that. It just, again, he's just, he's, he's just different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool with that though. Yeah. He's been there, what, seven years? Since uh, he was drafted in, in 15. Yeah. So it's, he's so, probably. His contract comes up in a couple of years. I don't know. I just, um, it would hard, it'd be hard for me to take somebody as a leader on the team if they weren't a good defensive player. You know, I mean, because that's the dirty work. Nobody wants to do it. None of us want to do it. We would all rather play all-star game all day, yeah. but we can't. <laughs> it's not right. how it works. Right. The, the thing that I noticed about, um, about Edwards is that for him being so young as he is, he's comfortable with – he doesn't mind taking the last shot. Like, he doesn't shy away from it. He's like, give it to me if I miss it. Oh, well, like, like I got to keep shooting it. And in order for me to be who I want to be and be the man, like, I got to take these shots. And that's yep, what and I like t- about him. And he talks like Charles Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> he just says he just says whatever pops into his head. And it's great. And it's been great most of the time. Right. And he does not back down. Like when they played the Heat earlier this year, and how I, I guess Jimmy Butler thought that that he was just gonna like kind of like punk him. And Anthony Edwards like, that's not happening, bro. He said something else, but <laughs> he's like, nah, that's yeah. not happening here. And I love that about him. He's feisty. Yeah, absolutely. You got, you got to have a little grimy and you to play in the NBA. You yeah. got to, man. Be successful. Got to. Hands dirty, guys. Yeah. So, I, agree. so I, yeah. Was, I was trying to like, what did he do in the tournament? And then I realized, oh, wait, he didn't play in the NCAA tournament. Well, um, Edwards? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the um, COVID year. Yeah. Because I was like, I, Tom Cream was his coach. He had they had to have done well. I'm like, oh wait, right. that's why. <laughs> yeah. My bad. Yeah. yeah, but I know the game that I did see him play. I know, I know he gave fits to he gave fits to Kentucky, and I, he gave fits to Florida too. Oh yeah. I didn't actually catch him in college. To be honest with you, I would catch him every so often because. Um, yeah. You know, they, Georgia was good that year, so their games would be on uh, ESPN every so often. It's nice to have mm-hmm. them on in the background because, you know, it, it keeps the kids quiet because <laughs> if you don't listen, Dad, it's going to put on sports. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I like that. 
Um, but yeah, BJ, you, you have a point. Like, uh, I think eventually, especially what happens in these, like, let's say if if Anthony Edwards becomes the vocal point in this series, and let's say the Timberwolves win the series, go to the next round, then you're going to have to give attention to Anthony Edwards because he's showing that he's transcending into the man, what like you that want. guy. Yeah, what you want. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and here, here's the question, though, is Anthony Edwards could be that guy. But as we've seen in this league recently, you need more than one player. True. So does it make sense, again, for, for Kat to say, hey, I don't need that $38 million that I got last year. Maybe $32 million. I'm still getting paid, still getting what I need. But give that money to Anthony. Give that money to uh, Pat, you know, Patrick Beverly. Give that money to, to bring in other pieces. Because Nobody – Nobody is like Tom Brady. You have to quit fantasizing about that. It's a, that's a one-man show. He takes money to make his team better. I don't like saying this. I'm not a big Tom Brady fan. I'm not happy that somebody freight trained the NFL to seven Super Bowls. I'm not happy about it at all. People aren't like that. They're selfish. Look at Aaron Rodgers. He's going to destroy his team for the next three years. Destroy it. They're they're only, and I, I'm going to say this, but they're only going to be in it because he's a good quarterback, but they won't get over the hump. Not once. Not no. once will they get over the hump. So no. you tell me Sammy Watkins can't take the Packers over the hump? Shit. Shit. What? <laughs> Sammy hasn't taken anybody over the hump since Clemson. And let's look at that. <laughs> that wide receiver room was loaded. That's because Sammy Watkins had one on one coverage for his whole college career. Yeah. yeah. It's true. <laughs> I forget the roster, but yeah, it was and it was loaded, and they had Deshaun Watson back there. Yeah, I think I think that wasn't Deshaun Watson the backup. I think the starting quarter was Taj Boyd when Sammy Watkins was there. Mm. Now you got me I looking think. things up. Yeah, Sammy Watkins. Doo, 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 doo. Taj okay. Boyd. Excuse me. This is 2013. Yeah. Taj Boyd and Cole Stott were their quarterbacks. And ironically, that was the year that um, they got plowed in the Martavius, Martavis Bryant, Adam Humphreys, Sammy Watkins. I do not know DJ Howard. Yeah, that's a really solid wide receiving crew for a college team. Yeah. And then in the backfield, they had Andre Ellington and CJ Spiller. Hey, Martavis Bryant was a good receiver until he like mentally flamed out or whatever he did. Yeah. At Pittsburgh, I think. Right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what kind of, of I don't know what kind of dipshittery he got into, but it was something. I know. Right now he's in Canada. Bryant is in yeah, Canada. He's Canada? in Canada right now. Oh wow! Playing for the Edmonton Elks. Oh, solid football name. <laughs> the Elks. Elks, Rough Riders. Elks, Elks don't sound intimidating until you're standing next to them. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, holy shit. <laughs> what did I get into? What did I get into? This is a 
2,000-pound train of okay. horns on it. So he, here's what happened to, to Bryant. In 2016, he was suspended for the entire season for substance abuse. Mm. I want to know what he's abusing. Well, just like I want to know what textbooks are, you know, have been rejected from Florida. We'll never know. Oh, they think it's a joke. They're only doing it because they don't want the kids smart. Yeah. Yeah. If the kids are smart, they're a problem. They'll never vote Republican. Yep. And Same. lopping viewers off. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Oops. So going back to the NBA real quick. Um, mm-hmm. Is Utah going to win the against the non-Luka having Mavericks? I just saw on ESPN that Luka is supposedly coming back soon. Soon. And Jalen Brunson, Brunson just dropped 40. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he might not be able to give him everything Luca can, but anytime you can give your basketball team 40 points, good well, on you. And anytime your team only has three turnovers in a game, you've got a good chance three of winning that game. Three turnovers in a game. Holy crap. Yeah. In yeah, the Brun- modern day NBA <clears throat> with all these possessions, that's crazy. Brunson had 40 points, zero turnovers. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. So I don't know if he'll be able to repeat that performance. Yeah. So Should, is this safe to say that Quinn Snyder is being outcoached or by Jason Kidd? It, it's safe to say that something's wrong with Utah. Now it might be Snyder, um, but there's something wrong with that team. Maybe they, Snyder is thinking about LA. No, it, no, because they they do this every single year. You think? <laughs> I think it's that unresolved beef between Gobert and uh, Donovan Mitchell. Well, you think they still have a beef? Look, you got me sick being stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like one of our brother's mothers died from this shit. Cat's, uh, cat's mom, like, yeah. I don't know. No, no I hear you saying. Because oh, when was the last time Utah made it past the second round? Carl Malone was probably there. No, it was after that. No, it was recent. The Kirilenko, the Kirilenko Jazz. I thought 2019, 2018. No. Oh, oh you said past the second round. Past okay, the second yeah. round. Okay. Yeah. Um, wasn't it when Darren Williams, it was Darren Williams, AK forty seven, and um, Carlos Boozy was there? Yeah, two thousand seven. Yeah. So something is just wrong with that team. It was, it was against the Spurs, right? Western yeah. Conference Finals? Yep. Yep. And Spurs are beating them, I think, 4-2. 4-1, but yeah. Oh, 4 oh, Yeah, 4-1. I was giving them the bit. <laughs> Sweepers. <Yeah. laughs> I think that was the year that um, the Spurs swept the Cavs. It was. That was the most horrible, <laughs> most horrible series to watch. It was like, why, why even show up, Cleveland? I love like, it. <laughs> LeBron it. was so frustrated because think about it was remember I think it was um, they beat them with old man basketball yeah yeah and there were plays where where they were switching and I think Malik Rose was guarding LeBron and he was guarding LeBron by the free throw line like oh no I dare you to shoot it Pop yeah. was like let him shoot yeah. it just let him <laughs> and that's when LeBron was like I need to work on my jump shot because they're embarrassing but, me but the the whole the the Utah thing that I'm getting to is. They've won one playoff series in the past four years. One. With that team. Mm. 
And I, I've heard grumblings that Donovan Mitchell is done. Like if if they can't, you know, you know, advance far this year, he wants out. And I don't blame him. Yeah. They got so many years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, only got two knees. You gotta make this thing happen. He's a legit talent. Mm-hmm. Legit talent. And one playoff series. So they would have to figure out. So if Donovan Mitchell was like, hey, I want to get the hell out of here. Like, I wonder who would who would they go after the trade? Because Utah's one of those teams where people don't want to go to Utah. Like they have to trade for people. Yeah. yeah. That's and that's Utah, what do you want? <laughs> do you hey, want to like go to Utah? Girls? Come Utah. Do you want to go to Utah? No. I heard it's very pretty. Yes. No, like a lot of places in the United States, the natural beauty is unmatched. It's everything that has grown on top of it. Is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's pull this up because ESPN has their trade machine. So you ever cook something, you have to skim the fat off the top. That's, yeah. that's what it is. Like the, the broth is what you want underneath. It's all that hmm. shit. Get off the top. Just get off the top. <laughs> So, I mean, Donovan Mitchell is not the highest paid player on the team. He's getting 28. Rudy's getting 35. That might be another rub. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, to, to that point, though, if Utah has to trade him to, to get something, who are they trading with? Right. Orlando. Please trade him with Orlando. That's the only way we're getting anything. <laughs> can, can we give, can we give him um, Jonathan Isaac? He'd fit in. He'd fit right in Utah. Yeah, he would. <laughs> ah, <laughs> here it is. Donovan there Mitchell for is. Jonathan Isaac and, and T. Ross. Get out. Here it is. I've solved the problem, and it gave gave the Magic two more wins. You're just man. You're just <laughs> hoping that Utah that stupid to pull the trigger on that trade. <laughs> 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 they're getting one guy that's collecting a paycheck and a head case who's probably going to be running for Senate in their state in two years. <laughs> so you know what? They should love him. Hey, how fun would it be to have Dwayne Wade with his trans child on the team with Jonathan Isaac? Even better. <laughs> I'm bringing that kid to practice every day. I'm like, I'm like, look, just go in there and be you. Make shit uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Lose. <laughs> I can see the headline now in the in in the Mormon Chronicles. <laughs> Is Salt Lake City turning into Sodom and Gomorrah? <laughs> How about this one? How about um, Andrew Wiggins for Mitchell? Terrible trade for the Jazz. Oh, we have terrible. Start over. Exit. Delete. <laughs> And, and see, and, and this is the problem, with, you know, like you said, you, Utah has to trade for people because, you know, especially in the NBA, who the hell wants to play in Utah? Oh, you you'd, have to do like, you'd have to do a full coup. You'd have to get like three players to commit to each other and be like, look, guys, I'm bringing all three of you at the same time. Mm-hmm. You'd have to put up a perfect situation. 
Yeah. It has to be like it has to be like the heat situation with LeBron, Bosch, and Wade. Like, look, I can I can do this. Why would you go there? Well, see, and that's the problem is that the only way you can get people to go there is to say, hey, you can come here to play with Mitchell. But if Mitchell wants out, that seems to be completely irrelevant. I would be uncomfortable around that many white people. (laughs) (laughs) Too many in one place. Uh, I'm trying to think of the player who was there. They were like, they were like, you know, they when they played for Utah, they was like, don't don't go outside of the Salt Lake City limits. Like you're good, don't go outside of the city. Is what they said. Um, I gotta I gotta think of what player it was, but a lot of a lot of individuals who played in Utah. I think the only person, the only person of color who I think who loved Utah was Carmelo, because he loved the culture in Utah. Right. Right, Boozer didn't like it. Darren Williams didn't like it. Um, you know, most individuals from from an urban background didn't like uh, playing in Utah. No, so, but it's but, hey, it's the NBA. Yeah, so, it's a paycheck, and again, yeah. it's thirty five million dollars for for Gobert. I mean, you you might not be able to go outside the city limits, but thirty five million dollars buys you a, a house. Way the hell away from everyone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. Fuck you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be our intro this week. Yeah. Fuck you, dog. <laughs> no, I like to. I'd like to fly over to see what it looks like, and then just like keep going. <laughs> like no layover, nothing, just right over the top. Like just don't, oh, don't even stop. Those colors are pretty. <laughs> Take me right to Las Vegas so I can do all the things that scare Utah. (laughs) Honestly, I think if the Utah Jazz was able to relocate to Las Vegas, I think that'll be more beneficial for the NBA. How many more arrests are the Raiders going to have to have before you figure out that Las Vegas was a terrible idea? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so far it's just one. Hold on, wait. No, it's two. No, two. After, after what's the name? <laughs> Arnett is it, is it Arnett the the defensive back who got in trouble, or Everett? Everett, I can't think of his name, but yeah, it's two. And, and my question is, it's Vegas. Why are you driving? I know. Yeah, so I'm many getting Ubers. Par- and I'm getting one of those thing. party limos every night. Yep. <laughs> every night. Oh my God! They have NFL arrest uh, tracker. This is excellent. no but you know the jazz moving relocating it's not a bad idea now they never will but you know it's not like it would be the first time you guys know why they're called the jazz because they were originally in new orleans new orleans right you didn't know that was coming did you adam Yeah, I always think it's funny when you talk to my daughter about team names. It's like, you know, the magic makes sense. You know, the heat makes sense because it's hot in Florida. Why are the Toronto Raptors called the Raptors? Because Jurassic Park was huge at the yep. time. <laughs> yeah. Gigantic. And they're like, this will sell shirts. And they were right. Yeah. Yeah. Even the Vancouver Grizzlies make sense. Yeah. Compared to the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The LA well, I mean, Lakers don't, but that's because they didn't 
start in LA. Saying makes sense. Do we know there weren't Raptors in the Canadian? Do we know? Matter of fact, look, let's look it up. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> I'm, I'm sure there were some Raptor mighty. fossils in Pangaea that is now Canada. Yeah. So give it give it the proper credit it's due. It yeah. Be such a horrible name. No, no, they they actually didn't name them after Jurassic Park. Yeah, they did. I just looked at it here. <laughs> So the moniker was likely influenced by the popularity of Steven Spielberg blockbuster Jurassic Park. Sell shirts. Yeah. All it's about. And it did. It worked. You put it a dinosaur. Worked. You put a dinosaur in the shirt. That's going to be a lot of kids' favorite teams growing up. Especially when they have Vince Carter. <clears throat> yes, that made it easier too. Yes. So Toronto. Yeah. Oh, Nate Hobbs cited for driving 110 miles an hour weeks after uh, uh, Rugs vaporized that car. And then Damon Arnett arrested, subsequently released by the Chiefs. He was a former Las Vegas Raider. That's yep, that's right. Arnett and Hobbs. I remember reading about those. Bad idea. Now, and I guess my question is, would they have had done that stupid shit outside of Vegas? Is Vegas the the callous yeah. fort, or are they just dumbasses? As, as anyway? far as far as rugs, I mean, he's doing 110 in the city, or 100 whatever, 150 something in the city. Yeah. So I, that that's not because of Vegas. That's because he's that's not because of Vegas. That's dumb yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> if these guys were getting caught on the highway between LA and Vegas, I'd be like, oh, they're just out there tearing it up. Because I haven't been out there, but friends that have been out there say it's just a drag strip. Oh yeah, yeah it is. Well, once you once you get off the strip, like there is nothing west. Yeah, nothing. People just haul ass to lo- people haul ass to Los Angeles on that road. Nothing. I'm not sure what road it is, but. Um, I forgot, but yeah, when I went to Vegas, we actually saw the road and there's nothing out there. Yeah. But there I, are a lot of um <clears throat> swinger clubs out in the desert. Right? Why is it that Dorian's always the one that brings us up? Look, man, I, I I'm just saying, like, I didn't you know what? Never mind. <laughs> do, you a, do you have a sex addiction? Do you need help? No. This show, I, we're here for you. This show's a family. This show's a family. Nah. You're you're gonna have to get a flip phone, aren't you? Look, man, sometimes you like what you like. I'm not saying I like swinger clubs. All I'm saying is that, you know, <laughs> I thought it was interesting that there was a lot of them in the desert. And that's what they were telling me, like when I was on the strip. Okay, dude, 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 like, Where's dude, this dude. place? I've been to Vegas multiple times. I've gotten the I've gotten the trading cards for the strippers. Okay. <laughs> I have yet to see one swinger club in Vegas. Because He's I will seek them out. He's getting a chub <laughs> just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm just saying, guys, any listeners out there, you guys go to Vegas, you want an alternate experience, it's out there. Listen to him. He probably line you up his porn stars. He's got a smile in his voice. If, if you just let him keep talking, he'll line you up with the porn star. Just let him keep talking. It's coming. No, that, that's in Reno, not in Vegas. Yeah. No, no. They're in Vegas. The, the bunny ranch is in Reno. If you're really trying to shake this reputation, you probably shouldn't correct at him when he's, when he's wrong. Just let him be wrong. <laughs> you're not going to shake the reputation by doing that. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> you're saying. <laughs> just saying. Hey, the last guy that said, hey, I'm just asking questions was talking about painting his balls in the sunlight. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, uh, one of the what are the parts of the body that we know is prone to cancer? Let's put some more on it. <laughs> when I first heard that, I was like, does Shanley Woodley get a new boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs>
what? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! You know Aaron Rodgers pioneered this technology. He's been, he's been t- that's how he got rid of COVID. Is tanning his nuts. <laughs> I made more COVID resistant bacteria. <laughs> it likes the UV light. Hitches a ride on the testosterone to the COVID. <laughs> It reminds me of the Futurama episode where they had the, the X-ray or gamma ray gun. And it's like, oh, shine it on me. Oh, wait, my sperm. Crap. <laughs> we live in a simulation. None of this shit's real. Just, it can't be. It just can't be. None of this can be real. And I, I hope you're right, because there's no way people are this effing stupid. <laughs> I'm hoping it's just like one fucking stupid. You know what? Maybe God is like some... like idiot alien cast off like you know an alien that was so dumb he was sent away from his civil this is really gonna rub people the wrong way but i fucking love it like it just cast off from another planet like you're too fucking stupid get out of here if you're ruined too much shit and then he came over here and found a snow globe and just been fucking shaking it ever since None of it makes sense. Yeah, uh, I'm going to put a recreation facility next to a waste disposal facility on the, on the human body. <laughs> they don't even shoot two different ways either. <laughs> uh, okay. At least, we, at least we come with a mud flap. <laughs> I think on that note, I think we should take a quick break. What? No more nuts? <laughs> Just make sure they're tan. One more Sandlot Sports, just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.